Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you're with the Struggling Hunters in the Hunting Shack today. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good podcast. We're going to do our best anyway. You, uh, off to the side of me here is Joe. Howdy guys. And I'm Eric. And we are the Struggling Hunters. Struggling Hunters. <laughs> See? <laughs> so... With that said, guys, uh, we'll just kind of get right into it. I'm not very good. Like, Joe, he seems like he can go, like, four or five minutes without a pause. I'm more like, I start off, and then I'm like, all right, let's just get into it or whatever. So, anyways, uh, that's my introduction. With that said, uh, today we're going to kind of do something fun and uh, jog our memories a little bit and talk about our first memories of hunting or maybe even some of the most important uh hunting our some of our most important first hunting stories that uh that we had and and go from there and see where it take see where the road takes us so with that said joe do you want to start off with uh jogging your memory on some old, sure. memories? old memories uh i think we talked i think i maybe shared it um years ago in one of our podcasts we've been doing it so long that we can almost have years ago associated to our memories with the struggling hunters as far as podcasts go yep. but uh so yeah like eric was, was saying we we're sitting there talking trying to decide what we want to talk about and we just kind of decided to go for like the first whether it's first experience hunting first time something happened to you hunting or the first time you you hunted and that can go Meaning either the first time you got to tag along with someone, the first time you actually took, or one of us took a gun or a, a bow out in the woods and went hunting for ourselves with our own tag, or maybe it was the first time uh, you had a close encounter with an animal while hunting, you know. So anyways, yeah, so dig, reaching back to my archives, um, you know, like, I can't remember. I can't remember uh, how old I was, or really. I got two two experiences in mind, and I don't know which one comes first. Um, I think the one I'll share, I think, is is the earliest one in my childhood, and uh, I I wasn't, you know, I was I was old enough to wipe my own butt, but uh, <laughs> maybe I wasn't. I don't remember, but I gotta go along. I was a, I was a little kid, and uh, I was out with my dad, and my older brother, and my older my dad, my older brother, and my older brother's friend was there was along with the with us as well, and uh, this was down in Nevada hunting on Mount Charleston, I believe is where we were. I don't remember the, the mountain we were on, but I think that's where we were hunting. Um. Anyways. I remember, so we we take off, get up in the morning, go hunting, or go take off hiking, and and uh, we get up like on top this little on top of the mountain. I can't remember the hike. I just remember, you know, there was some. I can't even remember what all what all happened. What all I remember is so so my dad ends up shooting at this buck. Okay. Okay. And uh, and I don't. I'm, I'm still. I'm young enough that I don't you know, quite comprehend what's going on. And so, and me being, I was so little that, I, <laughs> that I couldn't move fast enough. And I guess my dad wanted to keep moving. 
so my dad just left me there. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I had a Snickers, a Snickers bar, an apple, and a roll of toilet paper. And my dad just said, stay there. And I stayed there. <laughs> and and uh, he went off looking for the deer. And then I don't know how long I... I had to have, I had to have been been gone a while. Oh, sorry, my dad had to have been gone a while, cause I remember I think I. God, man, when I go to heaven and get to watch all these replays, like that's, <laughs> I wonder I can't remember what all little Joe did. Like I know I I think I believe I ate my apple. I ate my Snickers bar. And. And I and I just I sat there like I waited, and uh, and then I was getting to a point where I thought you know it's about time to head back to the truck, and I was getting ready to head back to the truck. Oh wow! And uh, and then that's when my dad came back along, but he came back without a deer, but so he was gone long enough. So they tracked the they tracked the blood. So evidently my dad did hit it, tracked the blood to a gut pile. Someone else gutted it. No way. Yeah. So, how long does it take to... Like, it must have been a quick gut job or something. Because, like, either they knew that someone else shot it and they're just... Trying to hurry up Trying to hurry up and grab it. That's kind of a... That's a low. Right. But, my dad's side of the story is that he lost me. He couldn't remember where I was. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, it's not even that extreme, but I sort of have a story like that with Carter. Uh-huh. Um, we were hunting with some friends. It was the first time that Carter ever went out hunting. And uh, same thing, we had trail mix and stuff. And I'm like, all right, stay here, eat the trail mix. And I took off to go find where our friend, where our friend was that I was hunting with. And uh, so I... Left him there, and I went up, and I just went up a little ways, and surprisingly, um, I, like, I kind of lost him, (laughs) like, I I guess I'm probably more of a helicopter parent or something, but, like, I kind of got enough away, and I was like, it's like, I don't feel comfortable, like, why did I leave my son, you know, so I turned around and went and picked him up, but I was just trying to find where our friend was, because he went ahead of us, um, because Carter was getting tired and everything, and and so um, so he went ahead of us, and I was like, all right, we'll meet up with you in a little bit, but I didn't quite know where he was, so I'm like, I'm just gonna walk up here and see if I can spot him. Yeah. And maybe I think I did spot him. I think I I did spot him, and and uh, he was still uh, ahead of us a ways. So I turned around and got Carter, but on the way back, I remember I was like, I was like, man. It, nothing looks the same walking back. <laughs> walking backwards. And I'm like, where did I leave him? You know. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, eventually I walked r- right into him. You know where I left him, and, and everything was fine. But but there was like a moment there where I was like, oh man, I, I lost my boy. I did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, just yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was my first. Uh, I think that's my f- first remembrance of hunting, and. Uh, and like you know, then I think it was the next year or something. Um, it was just me and my dad, and uh, it 
I think we were back up on Mount, so Mount Charleston. I grew up in Las Vegas, so you know my early years were hunting in Nevada, and uh, we didn't get anything that day. I just remember we went for a weekend and, and it ended up snowing, and that was kind of a new thing for me. I don't remember how much of a headache I was for my dad, but I, I, I wish I could, you know, like, I don't know. I probably was a, was a headache because I was a kid. Yeah, and it was probably cold, but I don't. I just remembered putting along with them. Like I don't, but I don't remember. You know, like I, I don't remember how often I actually complained. But yeah, huh? That's interesting. So you were. Uh, do you think that's what like hooked you though? Like those early. I numbers? think so, cause like I got, I'm thinking on that too. Like so, my grandpa lived in Utah, and so we'd always travel. You know, like from Las Vegas up to Utah and hit the little gas stations and I remember like I don't I don't know if this but I remember like seeing magazine articles in the gas stations with these deer with these big old racks on them, you know, big uh, old antlers and and uh I don't know that I've I've yet I think I've seen deer but I don't know if I've seen anything while I was hunting with dad, you know? Mhm. I had to have seen well yeah, cuz I was quite a bit older and uh, anyway, they're seeing these magazines, these deer with the big old racks, and uh, I was like, Dad, why don't we hunt those deer? And he's like, we do. <laughs> I was like, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> and one year, we were coming back from a hunting camp. Uh, we were hunting in Utah, up around, I think it was in Boulder, Utah, with my mom's family, me and my dad. We were hunting with my uncles. And uh, we were driving back, and we we saw this big old buck in the back of this guy's truck. And uh, I was like, Dad, look at that. And he's like, yeah. So we, like, we stayed right behind him, hoping that he would pull over in a gas station and we can, like, talk to him and stuff. And, yeah. But he never pulled over. And I don't know if my dad was uh, just trying to f- close the story for me, but... And he, he went, so we got back home, and he went to work that Monday, and that, when I got home from school, and he got home from work, he's like, remember that buck that we saw in the back of that truck? It's like, yeah. And that was one of my co-workers. Really? Supposedly. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. So, though, and then, like I said, so my second memory, I was trying to, my dad had an old 77 Chevy pickup with the camper little camper sleeping quarters thing in the back of it so we would that's what we would sleep in oh nice that was kind of nice was uh was the weather pretty warm back then like do you remember ever being well that first time that that's what i guess i was trying to get at that first time i don't remember being all that cold you know but of course it had to have been somewhat cold it was in october and that second time that uh it actually snowed while we were out there but I don't remember being cold, and that's what, like, I don't know, hmm. you know, like, I, I guess that's kind of goes along with what I was trying to say, is I don't know how annoying it was to my dad, like, I don't remember complaining about being cold, I just remember walking through the woods, and one of the spots we walked up on, you can see it was a cliff, and uh, being a little slick, because you kind of had to walk downhill to it, and kind of, you know, like, it wasn't like a... But a little worried that, you know, you'd slide and go off the cliff. It wasn't too extreme, but it was just wet and snowy. Right. And I was, like, remember thinking as a kid, like, we're going to look over that cliff. Like, it wasn't, like, that big of a drop-off. Enough to do harm to you if you were to fall, but it was just 
like a, you know, like a 15 foot drop. Yeah. I was like, we're going to crest over that. Well, not crest. I wasn't thinking, but you know, we're going to look over that edge and there's going to be a buck just bedded down there. And <laughs> there wasn't. Uh, That's all I can remember of that, that hunt though. It was just that little, that little memory of, of it being snowy and kind of just walking through the woods. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, I, I kind of remember hunting, like, I just remember, I, I don't know, I, so for me, my first memories, I just, I always, I just remember always hunting, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what, when my first time was, necessarily, mm -hmm. but, uh, one of the more favorable, or one of my favorite times that I ever had that really, uh, intrigued me about elk and the uh the rut season was one uh my older brother i was with my older brother one year and um and we were it was later in the evening and we were up on top of this ridge and uh he threw out a bugle and it was the first time that i ever heard an elk like 20 yards away from me and or from us and so he he bugled and and then that elk bugled back and and we never saw the elk or not that I I don't remember ever seeing the elk, but he was like twenty yards behind all this brush and everything. He was just bugling, and uh, like that was the first time or not the first time, but I got that's whenever I got um, addicted to like bugling elk and and mm -hmm. and the rut. And, uh, you know, later on pursuing them myself and, and, um, yeah, just, a, that was like one of my most memorable times of, of, uh, elk hunting or hunting in general, like, uh, chasing the, chasing the, uh, the elk rut. And, and that was really it, but just the fact that they were, that that elk was like 20 yards away and, uh, you know, just hearing it right there, you know. <laughs> I mean, it felt like he was, like, right, right, you know. Well, he was right there, but it just, like, it was so crazy. And it's like, whoa, that's nuts, you know. And and uh, I was probably, like, 14 or 15 at the time. So, um, so yeah, anyways, I just, I was so intrigued by by the whole the whole situation. And then, um, and then, yeah, as a kid, I remember, one thing I remember is just intently, like, um, you know, we'd get to an area or whatever, and they're like, all right, you know, it's time to look. And I remember just, like, being a little kid, and my memory is, I was, like, you know, like, so intent, like, focused and everything. Very focused. I was very focused to find a deer. I never was, never did find him, really. I don't know if it was because, you know, I was shorter and my line of sight wasn't as good. But I but I remember I just, like, I was like, oh, you know, gotta got to find it. And I would intently, like, try to find find the deer um, but yeah, so I don't, I guess it's a little shorter for me or my story. I was trying to make it go longer, <laughs> but, um, you know, I was going to kind of add on too, is like, you know, you're talking about, uh, hearing the elk bugle. I didn't hear my first elk bugle until I was in like my early twenties and, uh, you know, me and a friend were scouting, um, in Utah for, for, the, his uh, particular area where he's hunting deer, and 
we parked the car and got out of the truck and hiked down this this trail up over this ridge and uh, we're back in there not too far and it's kind of funny like we all we hear these elk bugle and uh, I was like is that what I think it is he's like yeah I don't know and I was like whoa yeah. and then like off to another side there's another elk that started to bugle and then I felt I think there was like four or five different elk bugling that because like there's different spots that elk were bugling back and and all of a sudden like these three people come walking up the trail like not walking but like almost running and uh I guess it was like an early youth hunt and uh it was they had a rifle and it was a, a dude and his girlfriend and it was like his younger brother and his younger brother had a an elk tag and they were I guess trying to run up the ridge and go down another ridge I don't know if they had eyes on it or on it on an elk or what but right. they were they were huffing and puffing and they were they didn't spend much time talking to us they just came up and they're like we're heading off over there or something I can't remember but it was they were gone <laughs> they, yeah they're trying to get that elk huh yeah that's pretty cool though yeah but I just remember setting kind of like you know you must have been too like hearing them going off I'm like dude that is just so crazy yeah yeah it was I remember whenever uh you know, like, just the first time that you hear an elk bugle, you're just like, I mean, it just, it takes you back, because you're like, man, that's, wow. I mean, this, it's so, you don't know what to think, I guess. Right, right, and I, yeah, and like, I was trying to go back to, you know, like, what I thought, and like, trying to, what was it that actually, like, hooked me on hunting? Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, like, evidently, there was something positive as a kid, otherwise, I probably wouldn't still be doing it today yeah i think there's something because i feel like as a kid it can make or break you if you had a bad experience yeah i know i've been i've been worried about that with uh carter actually i've been like really hoping for some success with him before he decides that it's not, not worth what it. he wants because <laughs> every time he's with me it's you know but but he kind of brings an element you know i mean you're sitting there like, all right, got to be very quiet. And then all of a sudden he's like in the bag of chips or something. You're like, <laughs> what are you doing? So, you know, like he, he kind of brings his own challenges. Or or the fact that he's, you know, he's getting older now and I think he's getting a little better about it. But for the longest time you'd be like, all right, set still. And then he'd be like breaking sticks or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and so, so yeah, I've always, um, so yeah, I've, hunt with him I've definitely had give and take but I've kind of said it before and you know really I mean my goal with him is to get him to a place where he's where he's a better hunter than I am or that I ever was especially at that age and try to train him up to where you know he's um you know passing that knowledge on when he was born that was kind of one thing that I kind of um, like all that stuff made me made me want to care for it that much more mm-hmm. is uh is like wanting to show him the way of of hunting and because it was so it meant so much to me growing up you know and and uh, i i i mean i loved hunting fishing i me- i mean i would be out there i remember we'd go camping in the woods speaking of fishing and uh we'd go be out in the woods camping or whatever and I mean, I'd be gone all day long. I, w- I wouldn't, you know, I, w- I wouldn't see camp till, right. till it got dark. Uh, and, and I was just, I mean, that's just what you did as a kid. And those moments were so important to me that, 
um, when Carter was born, it like all that came flooding <laughs> to me where I'm like, I want, I want to give him that same opportunity. And so, so yeah, so, um, I hope, I hope that one day he looks back at all this and, and kind of understands what I tried to do and, and, uh, hopefully shows his, show his kid <laughs> the bigger picture of everything. Like that, that's something that I, um, that I, you know, I feel like the hunting uh, population is, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's good and strong, but then, you know, I do see an angle where it could all disappear one day. And I'm like, well, you know, if I could keep the Stewart family, basically, you know, to keep, keep them as hunters as long as we can, you know, maybe we have a nice long tradition of, of hunting. So, yeah. Um, just something that I, I think about a lot. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully hunting stays strong for a long time. Hopefully we, uh, you know, the hunting communities and, and, uh, hunting in general stay strong. I think, I think the pandemic, if I'm being honest, I mean, the pandemic kind of pushed that idea a lot. Like people kind of got it or understood well, it. Oh yeah. Or- yeah, they got out and did stuff they haven't done in a while yep. with the pandemic because there used to be over-the-counter tags that you didn't have to buy within the first hour in Utah. Now you got to, you know, I could wait a couple months or a month or so before I had to buy a tag, and now it's you got an hour and a half to purchase your tag online. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> well... Uh, well, I was going to try to go down another rabbit hole, but I think maybe we can save that for another one of just of uh, of what's a true struggling hunter. But um, maybe we can save that for another another episode. Let's push that toward to next week. Let's let's push that one. Because as we're week. just talking about, you know, just growing up uh, hunting and whatnot. Like I don't know, like it's just one of those things that everything has their. I guess, you know, the play on the word struggles, but, uh, you know, what kind of, what, what a typical struggling hunter looks, does, and, and do, does, do, and does, and perseveres through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, I guess we could go down for a little bit. No, I'm good. I'm good. I was just thinking it might give us some content for next <laughs> week to think about, so. No, that's fine. Being a, being a little, little too, uh transparent to tonight's podcast but <laughs> it's been a long week already so i'm i'm like yeah i don't know but anyways yeah so you anything you want to say is in closing in closing just uh keep hunting strong you know keep hunting keep uh pushing through the the struggles and uh you know i think that's what me and joe do i mean we love this hunting stuff and you know uh I mean, it opens up a whole new can of worms, I guess, but we love this hunting stuff and it's somewhat stressful sometimes, at least for me, and I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for Joe a little bit, like, you know, we have full-time jobs, we do, you know, every, I mean, we have normal lives and everything, but then we really love this hunting stuff and sometimes it's like, ah, man, we need to get out there to the woods and, and, um, and do that, you know, and, and, uh. And it's not always as easy as we wish it was. Right. And, uh, 
Um, you know, I mean, we try to get out as much as possible, but so I, I always want to be out there a lot more than I am. And, and uh, so with that said, though, just, you know, keep pushing through, doing your best, and, and uh, try to keep hunting, my friends. Yeah, yeah, and uh, always look to whatever it is. Remember, 1% change over time equals 100% change over time. Hmm. So with that being said, and there's your deep uh, thought for the day. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you uh, giving. We appreciate you giving your time to us to listen to us uh, discuss hunting stories, what what we've been up to, and and uh, what we got planned for the year. But again, thank you. Uh, hit that like and subscribe button, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Be safe. See you guys. Oh.